C-C-C-C-C. Welcome everybody to our 13th episode of It's On You. I'm your host Ramon Moshi Flores here with my co-host Alex Miramontes, CEO and founder of It's On You. And we have a special guest today. Alex, introduce our special guest. Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, by popular demand, we have our brother Emmanuel Dilia back We had a couple people who loved his presence here, his voice, when he came on board a few weeks ago. So we are extremely, extremely, extremely happy to have him back. Brother E, welcome. Thank you, thank you, Alex. Thank you, Monchies. Happy to be back. Oh, yeah. Yes, and thank you, Helicopter, too. All right, we are welcome. We're in the ghetto. Yes, sir. Ghetto well, no, bird. Not in the barrio, in the barrio. That's a ghetto bird. Right. We're in the barrio. There's a distinction between ghetto and barrio, by the way. Hey, this is the backyard right. boogie, baby. There this we is go. that barrio philosophers. That's right. Thank that's you. Right. All right, you guys. So um, today we want to talk about, well, one, we've been getting a lot of great feedback, right, from everybody, you know, and which is wonderful. Um, so thank you guys for your comments. Keep bringing them up. And uh, But today we want to change it up a little bit and talk about uh, AI. Right, you know, and uh, it's something new that's happening. This been happening, you know. It's not the future; it's now. Yes, so. absolutely. It's a, a very interesting and extremely important topic, Monchis. And uh, AI, for those of you who, who do not know, is uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, there was a segment on 60 Minutes a couple of weeks back, uh, which gave people a lot of insight in, into the revolution of artificial in, in intelligence and the race. Uh, for uh, artificial intelligence. So we want to talk about some of those pros and cons and and obviously tie it in somehow into our philosophy of It's On You. Uh, and that's why we brought our brother back to give us some perspective and uh, and obviously give us input and, and, and see what we agree on and disagree on, but hopefully make this an incredible discussion. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, man. So, uh, E-Man, E-Man, how you been, brother? Listen, I've been really good. Um, I just want to make sure we could put the link on the Spotify account so that the yes. guests could follow that story. Oh, for sure. All right. Because I think, you know, if, if folks go and click the 60-minute story after this conversation, it they might They can see enrich. what we're talking about. Absolutely, yeah, talking. 100%. I think that's going to be fabulous. Yes. But yeah, no, Thank AI. you, E-Man. You're welcome. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, AI is going to, you know, revolutionize our society and i think in less than 10 years it, it, our society will be unrecognizable so i think it's a good topic that you bring up and i'm happy to be here to discuss yeah but uh you know just we were discussing before we started in a few years you're gonna be able to put a couple prompts and ai will be able to write a novel in minutes for you wild um, man so wild. you could put a couple words and what's the point of writing essays exactly I mean, you know, right now, I mean, I know we all went to school and we were taught how to write an essay, right? Yes. But, I mean, just think about it. In 10 years from now, if any seven-year-old, eight-year-old could write a few words, write me an essay on daffodils and bicycles, AI will be able to, in a few minutes, right. write hundreds of essays. Absolutely. And then, and then the child will be able to, like, maybe read three of them, see which right. one is the best, and submit the one he wants. Right. So it really has implications as to, you know, what's the, what's the purpose of education in the future, you know, right. and what's it going to mean for the human brain, the human evolution. Yes. I mean, it's a very scary proposition, Brother E, uh, without question. You know, we come from our school, right, where we had actually no gadgetry back in the 70s, 80s, even going into the 90s. 
And we were very creative. You know, we were creative. We, it's funny because in high school, you know, when I was in high school, we still had uh, those phone booths, right? Oh, the phone booths. Yes. And when, when we want to talk to a girl, right, like we would give them the phone booth number, call me at this time. And if somebody was on the phone, hurry up, hurry up. Like, what's your problem? What's your rush? Well, my, my, my girlfriend or potential girlfriend is going to call me. So, the, you know, but imagine the, the level of creativity, right? So now you're talking about somebody typing two or three words in a chat box uh, and by the way they're they're already on on the on google play and and whatever it happens yes uh and they're gonna write the essay for you so what is what is that gonna do to the mind to the brain to the thinking brain yeah no i mean right? in in this segment on 60 minutes it, it it took i think the first six words of a hemingway novel and you know it was saying yeah hemingway could write a great novel you know how long would it take him about a year right and in that time ai could AI, write like a million a million a right. million and and so they read an essay that was that you know the commentator right. on 60 minute was amazed by it wasn't just right whatever it felt like it had human uh, emotion behind yeah. it and that's right. what was kind of scary yes and you know i read that i think at one point uh one person who worked there who was uh, a big player in in with google uh, was fired because he went to, on to claim that one of the machines or computers was actually sentient. Was what? Sentient, like it could feel. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? And when when it, when it was being asked certain questions, like we asked humans, "How do you feel about this?" It was actually, you know, answering with emotion, right? Or, or perceived emotion. Perceived emotion. And one of the guys dispelled that notion immediately in the sixty minutes segment and said that they're programmed to respond a certain way right. but but think about that for a second uh Monchi and brother e but humans are also programmed we we don't become aw awareness is not immediate like when you're growing up right like you're being conditioned and programmed uh social norms you know so uh how to respond appropriately to certain situations but you don't know yet why you're just programmed to do this, right? This is how you talk to people. This is how you say you're welcome. This is how you say thank you, gracias. This is how you're polite. Etiquette, 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 yeah. Right? But we're not necessarily, as children, understanding that until we become aware of it. So right. think about that with machines. We're, we're saying now that there's no possible way that they can be sentient. But, of course, until they become aware. Right? <laughs> right? And they program themselves. For example, in that same segment, brother E, there was a master chess player, right? A guy who was played chess, and the 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 machine wasn't beating it immediately, right? And then they put up they put up the machine against many uh, masters uh, of the world, chess masters, and once the the AI figured out the moves that it needed to make. It kicked everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah, no, I remember, remember that, that moment. It said something like, in, it, it "Basically, I mean, I think what was impressive was that it taught itself." Like, in the, yes, at first they didn't like know the rules, but because it has access basically to the database of the entire human knowledge, everything, uh, everything, by, yeah. you know, like it could beat a normal person by noon, and by by four o'clock, it was like uh, better than the world champion in chess. You know, so right. one day the AI. Um, yeah, it, when they, they, the AI became better than the world champion, and I remember like when we were growing up, like they talked about Deep Blue, right? Which right. was this uh, this computer, and when it finally beat the world chess champion right. Kasparov, uh, it was like, oh my god, a, a machine is more intelligent than uh, 
than the best chess player. That was like we were scared back then. Right, right. And then now, like it takes a day yeah. for a machine to be better than the world's best <laughs> chess player. Right, right. I mean, it really think about it, brothery and Monchi. Uh, as far as we know, every, everything we know now about AI, other than our cell phones and our computers, up to this point, is all from from science fiction films, right? We have The Matrix, the movie The Matrix with Kenny Reeves, right? Where the machines take over and everything that humans created, the machines, you know, learn everything and they take over the world, right? Uh, we've seen Terminator. Terminator, exactly. iRobot. So it, when, we, when we look at it from that lens and that perspective, it's, it's, it's horrifying, right? It's like, are, are humans done? Is this the end of, of, our, of our run? Is, are we going to go extinct? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's a scary thought, right? But having said that, what are actually the, the, the pros to AI? Well, I mean, there's a ton of pros, you know. Right. But I, just before we go into the pros, let me just say one more. I remember when I was a kid in the 80s, there was a, this show called Buck Rogers in the 24th yeah, century Rogers, or something. Yeah, yeah. And I remember once he was on a game show in the 24th century or something, and it was simple multiplications, like what's seven times five? Right. And he, well, 35, you know, 35. And, 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 and then people thought he was cheating and they thought like something was up, right. you know. They didn't realize that he had been frozen from... Uh, you know uh, the 20th century and and somehow lived 400 years later but right. but it, but in a sense you know to my earlier point if we really don't need to know our multiplication t- like in the old days let me tell you something like to navigate people learn to read the stars yes. people have to look at the stars right. memorize the stars memorize the constellation and then there was a a, a revolutionary instrument called the sextant that right. came out yeah and what was that a sextant is kind of like a, you know, you kind of look at it and it points. It's kind of like a right. weird little telescope, and it yeah, has oh, like that's that still like way. We're talking back about then, like yeah. three hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. The, the right. sextant, and so basically, people don't have to memorize the stars anymore because the sextant, you still have to point it out to, to it like was almost, one star. It was like a compass. It was kind of like a, a map, like yeah. a map of the stars, and you had to find the right star. But it was hard to use. Yeah. Right. But it was much, much, much easier than, than just to memorize the, all, all the stars of the constellation. Right. You know. Yeah. And it wrote, but now, like. Well, before maybe, now, maybe only uh, fifty people in the world probably know how to use a sextant right, because right. of all our new instruments, you know. But I'm telling you, the sextant back then was right. was like, oh, if you know how to use a sextant, you can navigate, right. you know, yeah. and uh, out in the seas. So, what's the point of a sextant? It's, it's it's right now. It's just like a like an object that's like a relic, right? So, yeah. what will be the point of, of multiplication? Right. You know, if you could just tell your your AI computer, well, calculate me the taxes on this thing, calculate me this, Abs- everything. Yeah, you know? yeah. but it's a it's yeah. a progression of technology. Just uh, the only thing is that it's changing too fast now than before. It's like multiplying, right? We're learning new things really fast, and uh, technology is changing. But for example, when I was a kid, I had to learn like the the north, south, east, and west, right? North is to the mountains, south to the ocean, east to the sunrise, west to the sunset. Right, you know, for me too, I can navigate when I'm somewhere. I'm like, I can figure that out. Now I don't need that, right? Because now we have our phones that tells us where to go and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, like my kids, they probably don't. They're always lost. They, they don't even know where down the street is. They just need to know, put it on their phone, and they know how to get there. Yeah. Right, you know, and so I think the technology, the scary part is that we're going to forget a lot of stuff. Then how much do we need it? There was uh, the guy, one of the inventors of the America's, uh, the steel companies, Carnegie. Is it Carnegie? Yeah. Right, you know, uh, I don't know the story fully, but you guys can elaborate better. But I remember, like, when he was getting sued, right, you know, uh, that's the, you know, well, how can you run this company? You don't know anything about steel and this and that. Whatever. He's like, well, I don't need to. Well, what do you mean? He goes, because I ask me any question one, I have somebody that can answer it for you. 
right? So right. he was like an AI in a sense, right? Like, what, what do we need to know all these different things that something else can do it for you? That just means that we're going to advance as human beings to do other stuff, which we don't know what it is yet. But I did hear this a long time ago at, at some conference. Uh, this man said that the human race is advancing so fast it's going to destroy itself. And I think you're leaning more towards that. Right, that AI is well, probably going to make us destroy well, ourselves. No, no, I'm not leaning to it. You know, I think we're talking about the advantages. If yeah, talking, advantages there's so many, and disadvantages. Oh, there's yeah, so many advantages. advantages let, let me talk right. about an advantage. I mean, that, that again, in the 60 minute, that'll say better than I. But they were also saying in the 60 minute that protein, like, uh, like proteins, human proteins, it would take a PhD students um, about their entire uh, dissertation, so about four to five years for PhD students to map out one protein. Right. And, and proteins are the building blocks of life, and there's 200 million proteins kind of known to, to humanity right now. Yeah. And so AI, in a couple years, they, they mapped out all the proteins. Right. Yeah, it's uh, wild. You know, and, wild. and so they were saying that, like, in human time, it would, like, before AI, it would take a billion human hours Right, uh, right. Uh, to map out the whole, whole uh, proteins known to man, and now so they published that book, and so they were saying that they because of that they, they found vaccines against malaria, uh, you know they found like something that could eat away plastic out of our oceans, you know. Right. So imagine the possibilities of yeah, cleaning they, our oceans, yeah. cleaning right. our air, saving people with lives from cancer, from yeah. cancer, and also, other, yeah, other stuff with, like that. nanobots. They they yeah. injected inside the bloodstream too, and apparently. They eat up away any uh, potential wow, cancer cells or malignant oh cells. That's still in, so in its stages, but yeah, that's that's definitely one. No, yeah, and that's the advantage of AI. I mean, right. these things that mm -hmm. might be we thought maybe hundred or thousands years of years, right? But maybe AI, it'll be in our lifetimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, so would so there is definitely yeah, good. You know? Yeah. Would it be fair to say, brother E, that it, as we evolve with AI, we also devolve? Well, you know, it's, it's it's very interesting. I was speaking to a neuroscientist. He came right. to he came to Casa Fina of all places, and wow. and I ch chatted with him, and I was yeah. telling him about the sixty minute thing and AI, yeah. and yeah, and he says, you know what's going to happen to humans? Our brains are going to evolve. Our brains have evolved, but in order to work with AI, yeah, our brains are going to need to evolve more. Exactly. Yes. yes. And so I, I and, believe and, that. And he said, like just like now, we look at old, you know, proto humans. Uh, you know, like Australopithecus or whatever, you know, right. like early humans yeah. that were yeah. three feet tall, four feet tall. And then, you know, we went up to human, uh, human uh, Homo erectus and then finally to Homo sapiens, what right. we are. Right. We might look at uh, as Homo sapiens as, like, that, like, as, as a backwards. Have big old yeah. heads and stuff, right? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I'm, still, I'm still kind of Homo erectus sometimes, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> I'm glad nobody's watching this, but. <laughs> Put it away. All right, so. But C C C C C C Yeah, man, it's wild, bro. Um, there, you know, for me, bro, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm both excited, and I don't want to say overly concerned, but also in suspense of what what's up ahead. And you're right. I think things that were useful before simply become useless. So our brain doesn't need to operate with with that with those things anymore right, right. uh like when hunt, uh, hunting and gathering we, we don't know how to do that anymore so so we may interpret that as are we learning certain are, are we unlearning certain qualities that we had that we needed right but i don't even, i don't see it that way i think that uh once we're done with something then we no longer use it so our brain doesn't need to Exercise that exercise muscle. Exercise that, yeah, that muscle. Part of Does it, that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Totally. So the evolution is with the new things that are coming, yeah. then, right? But but more importantly, Brother E, for me, what's concerning is what we're talking about because artists, artists are highly creative, right? 
musicians, writers, you know, poets, painters, whatever. Uh, what does that mean for artists who are highly creative, right? Yeah, no, and I mean, is, is AI, it's scary. Yeah. It's scary because in the not distant future, and I'm talking about like three to five years, you could put a couple prompts and they will do a movie for you. Exactly. That's exactly they what I'm talking about. They will write a play for you. They will, you a know script, what I mean? script, everything, yeah. A script. So that, you know, I guess you'll still need the actor, you know, but probably maybe, they'll come no, up but with, they, no, they, no, they create those images now that, you know, like they look like. Oh, I'm talking at least live theater, you know, yeah, but. Uh, but there's the thing I was going to say with that, you meant, I'm sorry for cutting off, um, is that there's, there's, um, that right now there's a whole new evolution happening where like everybody wants to get like, you know, uh, handmade. Right, meaning like touched by the human, right? You know, one go tortillas, handmade tortillas. Oh my god, like yeah. it's such no, a big deal. Right. It was no, and it's interesting right. because to your point, like when people want to, like you know, when we were kids, like the cassette tape, and then the yeah. CD was amazing. The eight track and, and then, LP, and, and then yeah. you could go, and then you could go to a concert. And I remember when I was my first concert, I paid like twenty bucks right. to go see, and that was a lot of money back yeah. then. But but like now, if I want to go see like a band like Guns and Roses, for instance, it's like two to three hundred dollars minimum you know oh, 500 bucks for that shirt dude what's his name uh, dude yeah, bruno mars 500 put, bucks put this way the pesh mode was just in town not to, not uh not too far back uh and so was the cure yeah the cheapest tickets brother nosebleeds we're talking about nosebleeds uh six hundred dollars yeah wow. no so so the Imagine point that. so to, to monchi's points <laughs> yeah. like that's what people are going to value the human experience yeah because yeah. we have less and less of that so but artists on you, canvas artists but, on but canvas I bet you right, yeah. ai is going to be able to you say well write me uh, a violin piece that's of nostalgic course. and i bet you ai is going to probably create things I, I, that are, I think i think it's going to be like ai is going to be 90 percent of the market right, right? but the 10 people that try to stay true to that authentic stuff they're also gonna have a market for that. It's a small little niche that's but, gonna stick, you know, but, but it's not. It's not be good. But for I homes. think it's interesting because I got a phone call, you know, about two years ago already. It was somebody who claimed to be from the Firefighters Association of something, and they're asking for a donation. Oh, I get that not, all the time. And believe it oh, or not, yeah. wait, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. Oh I, shit! I, I paid. Oh. I, I, I gave him a twenty-five dollar donation. You know, mas inteligente. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And because he sounded really human, but I, I, I doubted after I hung up the phone and I paid my tw- and it was fine. Whatever, it was the firefighters yeah. something fund and i was happy to pay the 25 bucks but then he called back a while ago and, and i always had yeah. i always had the doubt was he, so i asked him hey are you a robot and he said oh does my voice sound that bad and he, he kind of had like a like a chuckle you know right but then i i figured out by asking certain questions that it was a, wow. a ai you know wow you know but the wow, first time i really? got tricked yeah you know yeah. and he, in fact he, yeah. i think he called this morning again the, yeah. the ai and, and i forget what i said or i hung up or i said i wasn't here and then he took a while to register, yeah. <laughs> and then he said, "Okay, goodbye." Or something. Dude, I totally understand. It happened to me once on a date, and she turned out she was AI. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little humor for the public. <laughs> but like Crocodile Dundee, right? When you do the chat. yeah, exactly, right? AI. I go, oh, "Are you a robot?" She was like, "You know, anyways, hey, whatever." Hey, let's move on. Let's move so, on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, hilarious, hilarious. Go Dodgers. You know, um, but. It definitely Dodger blue, <laughs> blue. All right, I get you. <laughs> Catch these balls. <laughs> Bat it away, baby, off the park. All right, you hit it out of oh the park. Man. Woo, oh man, I'm getting an AI headache. You, gonna, is it, <laughs> you need an AI for that, bro, to take your your, your headache away. So but, yeah, yeah, I think. Um, so the human experience, because I think that's the one thing the the, the robot will never do. Yeah. I believe even mm-hmm. AI, and and I could be wrong, and mm-hmm. I think this will be our human. Uh, salvation is like like the emotion of love like when you and I are sitting together right now as right. an example or anger does not have to be love there's there's certain chemicals that are exchanged between you and I yes absolutely. you know yeah. um, 
and and like you know if you're if you're my friend if you're my brother and I you know tap you on the, on, the, on the shoulder you might feel that that energetic yeah. transfers uh, of energy uh, of emotion that I'm sending to you you know yeah. and I don't think an AI will ever be able to duplicate that because the the robot the computer doesn't have the same chemicals that are inside our body the same atoms the same things you know that that human atom um, you know right. the, the, those chemicals that we exchange and so that's the one thing that I think as far AI as we know. Well, I would as say, as, as devil's know. advocate, I would say, I would say that not enough people are aware enough to notice the difference. You know, like for example, I saw a video on YouTube. There was this like one of those, like the the real quick clips, and there was this guy talking to this girl on TV. Right, she was a robot, right? And he asked her a question and went back and forth, and then like she gave a cute response, like ah, whatever, and it was just like it, it seemed really real. Right, like this guy was really into like if it was his girlfriend, but it was an AI. Right, right. right? You know what I mean? And so, but, but I think you know what what I hear. One thing that, that attraction, you know, and it goes from the, you know, the bees is I, I believe it's pheromone. I think that's the name of the yeah, chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, that's, I, that's so, the, so the question is, I mean, unless AI figures out a way to, you know, because now we're talking about cyborgs and right, Blade Runner right. and things like that. And so, yeah. is AI going to figure out how to in, like put? pheromones inside of, of a robot so that it, it emits yeah, pheromones yeah, yeah. But, but look, and that, that's what creates the yeah. attraction uh, but this is the way I think about it bro, uh, brother Ian Mochi here's, here's the thing if you look at the human being the, hum, the human being is is actually a machine a human uh, a machine right how did we come to understand the things we understand now right through natural evolution as we as we know it right Neanderthal you know uh, and past Neanderthal you know what I mean? They they weren't aware of certain things. They weren't aware of love as we know it, human affection, kindness, compassion. It was more it was like animal survival. instinct. It, yeah. it, 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 you well, get what I'm saying? Well, but you know, it's interesting you say that because I think what they say that the Neanderthals died, according to what I understand, and the Homo sapiens took over is because the Homo sapiens had a better um, sort of like emotional uh, connection yes. to one another, and they created societies better because the Neanderthals were actually smarter and stronger than Homo sapiens. Yes. But because we could empathize more, we survived. That yes, was the but, that but, but my, yes. But my point is that they they weren't too too set, set of different uh, entities. It wasn't like the Neanderthals here and the Homo sapiens here. It it all evolved from yeah from, from the before. Six, sure, yes. yes, yeah, of course. But that's what I'm talking and about. And then they branched evolution. out. But they branched yes, out. Yes. But so it's evolution. So. When but I think the question at hand is is like is are humans going to be replaced? Right. That's the question. That's the question at hand. And I think what's going to keep us from not being replaced is that the AI and the robots and the cyborgs are never going to be able to duplicate uh, the hormones, the pheromones, right. the, the human emotion that we have developed yeah. over 4 billion years on this planet Earth. Or, or how about this? How about if not necessarily replace, but the next stage of human evolution is to fuse AI with humans, meaning... So well, that's now, what it's talking about, like the like the, the robot human, like fucking. Uh, you, you get what I'm saying? Because AI and all its intelligence can perhaps realize yeah, maybe. that it can utilize yeah, yeah, you might be right. some of the human uh, components. Am I making sense? Yeah, totally. Well, to totally. continue uh, with evolutionary processes, not only here, brothers. But in Mars or in further, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. I mean, I mean if, if we said, especially if we said, said the cyborg, cyborg app, right? 
if we send a cyborg out to um, you know Mars and all that, they, I mean, right now they're spending an enormous amount of money. Like they put people like in Hawaii or on caves and bubbles to try to like simulate Replicate, what life would yeah. be life on Mars. You know, right. for four or five years yeah. and with very little contact and and all yeah. of that. But now you could throw a robot or a cyborg with AI and they don't you need don't oxygen. Need to, you don't need to. Yeah, they don't need oxygen, like right. you said. You know. Yeah. Um, but the guy, the, so space the, exploration will be much more enhanced right. as a as a result of, right. of that. You know. But yeah, to your point, I mean, now I, I think of prosthetic knees, prosthetic yes. arms, prosthetic yes. legs. You know, and those are almost the beginnings of a yes. Uh, no blue pill. Prosthetics. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what's called stallion. <laughs> stallion. Yeah, prosthetics for all kinds of things. But and, uh, yeah, and who knows? Yeah. Maybe it has a mind of its own, or people that are paralyzed, right? And and then maybe right. thanks to AI, who knows that they yeah. could start. There's be that able to control that, and they, they, they could have movement again. Of course. And there's that gentleman that that talks about the planets. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Carl He's, Sagan. There you go. Yeah, the and mo- he. Uh, yeah. yeah. Emails, uh, yeah. That's your best friend? Cosmos. Cosmos. That's your Cosmos. Yeah. Yeah. Not just the planets. That's right. And he said, you know, like with all this new technology, talking about like how we can uh, change Mars, right, to an right. inhabitable place, right? Terraforming. Right. Yeah. yeah, terraforming. Right? He says that that technology could be used here on Earth. Why would you want to like do that over there when you can actually save this planet using that technology here? Right. Well, I think, so, I think he says... You know, by the way, I love Carl Sagan, and, yeah. and he says because you could learn a lot about Earth because we, we all come from the same processes out in yeah. space and, and so on. And so he, he is actually a very big advocate for actually studying space because there's yeah. a lot of the things we could learn on space that we could actually also apply on Earth yes. as well. Um, and that, that that's the whole key. I think that kind of like the, the, the one of the pluses about this technology, right? This AI is that that can also help us to in some way save the planet. They can destroy it or save it as well. You know, I mean, it's yeah. But the, the question for me too brothers is is ai revolution inevitable absolutely of course 100 percent we we can't we have like you said brother initially the world is going to look radically different in 10 years it's inevitable you know what i'm saying it is but what when we're talking about people in the margins now that was one of your questions tonight is is that going to be detrimental is that going to be you know yeah, we don't know. Is it going to be like a leveling play field? Like on that 60 Minutes episode, for instance, they talk. They have this like white robot with kind of this long arm. Right. And, and the host asks, can you go get me the orange? Right. And it rolls over, uh, you know, to a counter with about 10 or 15 items. Right. It's a- able to scan. I mean, it looks like Wally, that robot. Right. If you right. guys have seen that movie, with that yeah, Wally's well, an interesting and, and, and it grabs movie. it grabs the you know the orange or the apple. I forget what he asked for, and he brings right. it back to him. So I mean, do you guys foresee cashiers still oh. being a profession in ten years? I don't right. know. No. And, no. And, and the other thing is that this this uh, robot. That one thing they said in the sixty minutes, they could duplicate themselves. So you could ask the robot go build another one of yourself. Yeah. yeah. So well, I mean, have you seen? Uh, there's another good series on HBO called Westworld. You haven't seen, seen it? Oh, dude, I've it's heard interesting. Of Wayne's World, but but Westworld actually they also gain consciousness of robots. They're constantly being replicated, so it's a simulated place where people go on vacation to escape from the real world, right? And it's like in a Western setup, and the the IAs, the robots, they're like cowboys, you know, also and and women working and all that, prostitutes and all kinds of different things. So they're not aware that their I. IA AI. and they don't know AI. that yeah, AI and they don't and they don't know that it's an uh, a theme park. So right? it's an actual it's an actual like a uh, real setup. It's, it's not, a it's setup. Not, no, it's not so a screen. Oh, people beautiful. go there yeah. to escape from life and like shoot that have cowboy fights and everything. So the the robots constantly die, right? And they replicate the same scenes over and over with different people coming. And at one point, 
uh, the robots, they start feeling like th this happened to me already, right? And and they die again and again and again until they gain consciousness and they realize that they're being built. They're AI, right? And they plan and they plot to escape from this fucking confinement into the real world to stop these nasty humans who are Abusing. making a feel because they become sentient yeah, again. Yeah. It's a Wait, very interesting a concept. No, this is a series on HBO. That's what I mean. Okay, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think uh, you're talking uh, about it's an actual location where people go yeah. and visit. No, no, no. That's the plot. That's the plot of the of the series. Yeah. So see, when we look at these films, it put it definitely puts us to think because naturally we have fear, right, as humans. Right. But does will AI know what fear is? Well, it, it will assimilate fear. Of course, it will. Because if they're trying to uh, emulate no, human crazy. beings, yeah. they're gonna emulate the anxiety, fear. You know, well, like I mean, range. I think once they start feeling fear, is you know, they'll also fear. You know, in my opinion, why just fear? Why not love? Also, right, why not right. these other emotions? Exactly. Oh, definitely. No, and, and I think that. that's the big question: Will AI ever be able to replicate it? I mean, again, according to the sixty-minute episode, and again, right. and we're only in twenty twenty-three. Right. Who knows? In twenty thirty, for instance, what AI will be capable of? But we do but, replicate. Give but, me an example. Of replicate. But uh, so the question is that you know, and I'm sorry, in the AI in the segment on sixty minutes, it was saying. It was saying that uh, they, they uh, just scan because again, all the world knowledge and all the computers they have access to it. To it, yeah. You know, yeah. and so they just give you a response. So they analyze really quickly what is the most appropriate response. So if you say something, "Oh, I had a hard day," it'll it'll kind of scan all the information that's available on computers. And about it'll say, a hard day, yeah. And then it'll say, "Okay, well, I'm sorry, you had a hard day." It'll mm -hmm. know right. that that's like. The probably the most appropriate response, right, uh, right? Or tell me more about your hard day, right? Um, but it does not mean, according to the sixty-minute uh, episode, that that the robot actually feels empathy for the yeah. other human. It just uh, analyzes that that's the best response right. to right. somebody saying, "I have a hard day." So I think, again, the, the the major major question that we're all asking: Will the robots one day empathize with you having a hard day? Because right. once they empathize with you having a hard day, that's when they'll start feeling fear. That's when they'll start feeling yeah, love. And that, that's and when they become emotions. aware and sentient, yeah. as we call it. Yeah. And I don't believe that robots will ever get that. Personally, I could be wrong, but right. I don't believe that robots or AI will ever get that. Because, again, we humans... We're a part of, like you said earlier, a long evolutionary process. On Earth, it started 4 billion years ago. But since the Big Bang, it started 14 billion years ago. Right, yeah. And so it's taken 14 billion years for us to evolve into what we are right, right now and talking to each other on these mics. Yeah, but see, as a natural process, right? We're talking about AI. We're talking about they can write essays, uh, a million essays in a matter of. So can their evolution also be expedited? You get what I'm saying? Or, uh, because... I, I mean, personally, I can't negate the possibility because, first of all, we're human beings, right? What energy source, what... The way I look at it, you know, we're advanced machines. Something, the Big Bang, something caused... Uh, the first singularity, we've talked about this, right? But what caused the Big Bang? What, what other... What intelligence created all this? And apparently, as far as we know, religiously, that set, that entity is sentient. Right, created in that image. So, who created robots? Humans. At who, in whose image? In our Humans' image. image. So we can't dispel that possibility that sentience is a natural occurrence and process. Am I making sense? Yeah, uh, but, but I would, I would have to. Yeah. I want to agree yeah. with E-Man in a sense of that. I believe that it can. 
it can advance to that level where it seems like it is a human because it's gonna it's gonna understand how to adapt right how to respond to different situations um i don't ever have a true natural consciousness but it will feel and be like if it does have a true natural consciousness. I mean, because it's going to respond the same but, way. But what tells but how you that? Know? Yeah, but what tells you that we're not the same? No, exactly. Let's say, but how? Do, but that's the point. How, how do you know what you? Know? How do you tell the difference? <laughs> how do we believe the, that we're not also right. copying and mimicking? Well, that's something. why. How do you tell the difference between like that spiritualness, right? You know, but if somebody emulates that like to the T, right? It might be. I mean, that all depends on definition. Because look, point. a lot of humanity, even as far as we've come, and the many millions of years evolutionary process that Iman talks about we've developed belief systems it seems that we can't do away with our belief systems right but there is no actual concrete proof of what we believe we just believe it somehow it gives us some balance and some serenity am i making sense will the robots do the same will they somehow come will they believe that because if they if if ai takes over and this humanity ends like other species before us ended then they have an understanding that all things come to an end so would they fear their own end at one point too they would have yeah. to with the matter of intelligence that they have so for me it means that at one point they would have to somehow have some kind of belief system because then the hope comes into play right hope what is our hope? Yeah, I mean, <coughs> you know, it's interesting, and, and yeah, it's and, it could go very deep. It could go very no, deep. it's interesting. And who knows? But again, I, I think, again, if, if you watch Carl Sagan and Cosmos, where he, right. he talks about the origins of life, and it's the first cell that's able to repro- reproduce itself. Right. That that's the that's like what they call um, the origins of life. You know, the, the 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 stuff of life. Yeah. And then and then these various cells that were made of different atoms and so on coming together and molecules and then and how um, you know the origins of life. AI is still dependent on uh, materials found on Earth. Yes. And um, it's, you know, whereas we're made of, the truth is we're made of star stuff. I know it sounds poetic or it sounds strange, but it's, but it's really true. The atoms that were necessary to give yeah. life here yeah. were fused inside of suns, yes. the stars, excuse me. And when they blew up, right, all that new chemicals... All the new uh, uh, organic material, yeah. oxygen, silicon, iron, all of that was made inside of suns. Mm. And then when the, sun, the star blew up, then there was a cloud of enriched elements, you know, that yeah. then started forming again and created a of new sun. cosmic soup and, and, and then, all that. And then yeah. there was another. Right. So basically, all I'm saying is that that is the origin of life. And it, so far as we know, it took about 14 billion years right. to create. But we're creating AI with, with the materials that we find here on Earth. Yes, but that material here on Earth is, is, material. is, 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 is part of star stuff. Ah, if you're yes. talking about physicality, the physical stuff, uh, external yeah. things that we see, then it's everything star stuff. We didn't we didn't go outside our solar system and start stuff to get material to create the yeah, AI. But it's all within that's our <laughs> that's true. But I think this, yeah maybe you're right. But but I think Does that makes sense. But I think the cells in our body that are constantly you know we right. have trillions of cells in our body that are yes. constantly organic cells. Whereas I think uh, you know the, the the materials to make robots and even to have computers. Yes. Like uh, do their things. I mean, there, there's like uh, there's chips. There's you know, and and you know, and there's rare earth materials that are needed for these chips and right. things like that. You know, those things are are, are not organic like uh, the cells in the human body, and and that's what I think. Uh, like I think differentiates and maybe or, a scientist organic could be to to this human 
right now. This human yeah. species in this human time. That's why we call it organic. Anything that's not familiar to us and how we started shit. But well, any I'm, anything could become organic as time moves along. Because right now then it becomes organic on, yeah. to that new life or that new uh, form of life. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, they're working on a lot of different things right now. Alex, like yes. you know, they're like for example, like they're they're creating meat, right? You know, in in through cloning, yeah, through cloning everything else, right? You know, they're they're creating different things that yeah. that are all that are. People are that needed like other animals, stuff right. like that, but now everything is, is they're doing it in tubes, right? Yeah. In labs. So see, so, can we couple then uh, the inevitability of the revolution of AI also with a necessity of it, right. just as evolution for human beings was a necessity? Does that make sense? Yeah, so it, it, it's, it's 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 not only inevitable, but it's a necessity for evolution to continue. In my point of view, you get what I mean? Whatever comes with it. So, so look. Dying or expiring or or extinction, we're never going to do away with that. That that is inevitable in itself because nothing is permanent. Something else has to continuously replace that. So it's a for me, I call it evolutionary recycling, right? But every time you recycle, you have a probably a better product, if you will. And that's what and that process for me is endless, right? You know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no. I, I know mean, it's, it gets it gets a little deep. No, no, but no. I, I, you guys, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I follow. I'm following you, brother. Yeah. I, I I just think that there will be a place for human or what, what the future human will look like. Yeah. Whether it's a hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, ten thousand years from now. I mean, like I said, this brain scientist said that the, the future human will or, probably or, have a much bigger brain. But, Why? Because we're gonna have to adapt to be able to work with AI. You know, so in yeah. a sense, AI, he was saying that AI is actually gonna make us smarter too. Because Possibly. For, for us know, to, but, but can we destroy the planet in a thousand years? We probably won't be here after that. I mean, that's another thing, too. Potentially. You know. But here's the, the way I look at it, bro. I, I see the, the continuous of our humanity, as we know it, our human species, uh, as a reservation in a, another planet to continue, almost like animals in a zoo. You get what I'm saying? Like, we have natives in reservation lands to continue the native. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I see the preservation of this humanity through AI continuing. You know, yeah. but we're but being at the mercy of AI per se, not saying that it will be tyrannical per se or enslavement, but more of the preservation like symbiotic yes, relationship between you. humans yes. and, and that's and the AI. way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, no, and I, I agree, and especially I mean I think if we're gonna survive in the long term as a species uh we, we're gonna need ai to help solve you know uh, the problems of, of pollution right. and you know and, and so on but yeah i, I think. Um, you know the future of education will be uh, teaching kids you know to to work with ai and and i think the most important one thing we haven't really talked about but the most important revolution that ai is i think is going to bring is that we're going to have to really learn to be moral people because ai is going to mm. be so powerful yes. that we have to really take care of the well-being of our fellow human beings absolutely which is by the way on the 60 minute segment they talked about bringing philosophers artists you know ethicists to the table as a governing committee and that's to regulate smart. and balance very smart. what we're going to do yeah. with AI. 100%. Do you, do you think we could be part of that committee? Hell uh, yeah. They need body philosophers all day, brother. That's it. Hey, and by the way, I'm not looking forward to gangbanging against against Cholo bots, Holmes. You know? <laughs> yeah, we saw a movie like that. It was all bad. 
I'm, I'm ready bad. to bang in naturally, bro. You know what I mean? What's up, fuckers? You know? Anyways. Uh, but there's a very interesting discussion, guys. And we could go on forever. I'm sure people out there that are fascinated by this topic as as we are and we, again uh, hopefully we could revisit this and continue this conversation brother e. it's always a privilege and a pleasure to have you here because you're such an intelligent man we 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 you know what i mean he's french by the way that's why i say we 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 and real quickly man so yeah. i mean what's your final thoughts on what's the best way to live with ai you kind of touched on it but what, what do you think what are your final thoughts on that well i think we have to learn to use it and i think the first thing is is really have um moral discussions because again in a few years, um, AI is going to, re- you know, again, like driverless cars next to what I'm seeing on, on, on you know, like, again, on the 60-minute segment is nothing. Right. You're going to be able to, like, like, like getting a driver's license will be so, like, 20th or 21st century. You know, I'm talking right. about, like, in 20 or 30 years because you're just going to call your car. You're going to say, car, come pick me up here. It's going to drive itself, open the door, go yeah. in, and then take you where you need to go. Yeah. And then you'll probably have fewer accidents on the road also. Yeah. Uh, but so we well, we have to answer your question. I think education and, and the school system is going to have to really learn to um, teach kids to work with AI. And, and really w- what the education system will be was like, well, how do we um, uh, work with each other as human beings and validate each other's experiences and feelings yeah. and... Um, and so that we, because if somebody has an AI, if a kid, you know, right now we have our, our galaxies and our iPhones, right. but imagine you have like an AI robot that'll be your new toy. Oh. You, you could go probably go destroy a whole block with that AI. If you, oh, yeah. if you tell them, you know, find me the quickest way to destroy that whole block because that guy on that, right. on that block pissed me yeah. off. Oh, that's dangerous. That, that, that robot will Very probably dangerous. be able to, to go fabricate some dynamite, oh, yeah. dynamite all the houses and blow everybody up on that, on yeah. that, on that block. Absolutely. So, so it's the morality that we, we really need to, uh, we'll teach them that we need to look out for each other as human beings. We need to validate each other's, like I said, emotions yes. and, and, yes. and, and yes. each other as people. Right. And then, and then, and then from there, then AI could be a tool for good. But right. I think what we need to do is become better human beings to start First with. Of all. Right. And, and then we could use the AI to help us achieve those goals. I love Beautiful. that brother. Can I get an e-bot every, <laughs> every week here to have you here? If you can't, <laughs> Your 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 replicate self My as clone. an e-bot. <laughs> That's the just business. Come here and we could ask it questions, and automatically it'll re- it'll do the whole podcast on its on itself. That e-bot, right? Like, what's up? What's up? You know, we got this. So, what do you think, Alex? What are your final thoughts on this, Alex? You know, I one, it's not about what's the best way to live with AI, but kind of we talked about it. But what are your uh, thoughts about um, how marginalized communities are going to benefit or get hurt with AI? Uh, they're both gonna. They, both they're going to benefit and at the same time not benefit from ai it all depends you know what i'm saying uh but again my my viewpoint is that it, it's inevitable either way it's 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 going to happen it's going to happen for sure uh, I, I think the way i i envision and why we want to have ethicists and philosophers and, and governing boards is to recommend you know how how ai can benefit marginalized communities in a better way even in the prison system look we don't have real rehabilitation in prisons but ai can help us think about this if ai could come up with a real concept of rehabilitation and where we lower by a significant percentage the the rate of uh, recidivism yes imagine that where it's not just lock them away and throw away the key right but my the way I look at AI is like wow we could we could serve humanity so much yeah okay we can lessen crime we can clean up our planet you know we can 
cure diseases. So that's my view of AI in the future, right? And I think that with with moral beings in, in these government, like Brother E mentioned, we can do fascinating things. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and it's great because, you know, we have our human condition now as it is. And it gives me hope to think that we can change the human condition through AI. Right. Right. Versus damage it. But I know that there's always uh, the reality of things is that there's always funders, there's stocks, there's, you know, people want to, you know what I mean? Like good and evil. Yeah, devil yes, angel. Yes, yes, exactly. Buy, yeah. buy shares and what have you. And then that game continues. Uh, but I think that through AI, we can find ways to create more equity, you know, for people. And and people don't have to be afraid, like saying, "Hey, this is this is this is my land. I'm the owner, and what have you." But make a, a world more peaceable, more livable. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And habitable, you know, for an, for both animals, plants, and and people in general. Nice. You know, um, that's that's my belief system. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thanks a lot, gentlemen. Thank you, Eman. Thank you, Alex, for being here today. Eman, hopefully, you come back. This is our thirteenth episode of It's on You. Uh, thank yes, everybody sir. for listening 13. and for the By the way, I I am a French Chicano. I want you to know that. Remember, Mochi, Niman, it's all you.